Hello and welcome to the Swen Stephens Audio Experience. Today I've got a daily devotional for you. I hope that it's going to help you in your walk with God today and inspire you to follow Him every day. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome everyone to another live video with me, Swen. Um, Gareth's doing a daily devotional and today going to be looking again at Matthew chapter 12 verses 22 to uh, 45 and some interesting things happening in the scriptures today. Honestly, I hope that you're having a good day and enjoying the twists in the weather. And if you're watching this later, I hope that this will be as helpful to you. If at any point through the video you've got any questions, um, there are one or two interesting passages that I'm going to read that I might not comment on too much for the sake of time. But if you have a question about it, please drop it in the video and I'll get to it later. Even if it's if you ask this way after it's been posted, I will reply to all the comments that I get. Um, but if this is your first time, just going to spend some time reading the scripture for a few moments, um, giving a devotional thought on it, what stands out to me really, and looking at my own life, and hopefully that can help you as well. And then uh, praying for us at the end. And my hope in all of this is to inspire and to equip and to help you to read uh, scripture daily, pray daily, and take uh, learnings out of it to apply it to life. Because uh, it's not just a story, but it's how we can apply it to our lives where the power of God uh, actually comes into our life and changes things. So anyway, I'm going to jump right in and just, again, as I always do before I spend time with the Lord, I just want to pray that our hearts would be open. So Father, I thank you so much for your word your word, which is truth, your word that teaches us, uh, your word that is good for building us up in the holy faith. And God, I pray that um, that your word would speak to us today and help us to know how to follow you better. In Jesus' name, amen. So I'm just going to read here and uh, then chat about it afterwards. In Matthew 12, Then a demon-possessed man who was blind and couldn't speak was brought to Jesus he healed the man so that he could both speak and see. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Um, the crowd was amazed and asked, could it be that Jesus is the son of David, the Messiah? But when the Pharisees heard about the miracle, they said, no wonder he can cast out demons. He gets his power from Satan, the prince of demons. Jesus knew their thoughts and replied, any kingdom divided by civil war is doomed. A town or family splintered by feuding will fall apart. And if Satan is casting out Satan, he is divided and fighting against himself. His own kingdom will not survive. And if I am empowered by Satan, what about your own exorcists? They cast out demons too, they, so they will condemn you for what you have said. But if I am casting out demons by the Spirit of God, then the, God, the kingdom of God has arrived among you. For who is powerful enough to enter the house of a strong man and plunder his goods? Only someone even stronger. Someone who could tie him up and then plunder his house. Anyone who isn't with me opposes me, and anyone who isn't working with me is actually working against me. So I tell you, every sin and blasphemy can be forgiven, except the blasphemy against the Holy Spirit, which will never be forgiven. Anyone who speaks against the Son of Man can be forgiven, 
But anyone who speaks against the Holy Spirit will never be forgiven, either in this world or the world to come. A tree is identified by its fruit. If a tree is good, its fruit will be good. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. You brood of snakes. How could evil men like you speak what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. A good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. And I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. The words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. One day some teachers of religious law and Pharisees came to Jesus and said, Teacher, we want you to show us a miraculous sign to prove your authority. But Jesus replied, Only an evil, adulterous generation would demand a miraculous sign, but the only sign I will give them is the sign of the prophet Jonah. For Jonah was in the belly of a great fish for three days and three nights. So will the Son of Man be in the heart of the earth for three days and three nights. The people of Nineveh will stand against this generation on judgment day and condemn it. For they repented of their sins at the preaching of Jonah. Now someone greater than Jonah is here, but you refuse to repent. The queen of Sheba will also stand up against this generation on judgment day and condemn it. For she came from a distant land to hear the wisdom of Solomon. Now someone greater than Solomon is here. But you refuse to listen. When an evil spirit leaves a person, it goes into the desert seeking rest, but finding none. Then it says, I will return to the person I came from. So it returns and finds its former home empty, swept, clean, and in order. Then the spirit finds seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they all enter the person and live there. So the person is worse off than before. That will be the experience of this evil generation. Wow, some really profound words there. And there's a few things that really stand out to me. And, and one of them really is, I mean, what's happening here is that, that, that Jesus is having this dialogue with the Pharisees and the teachers of the law because they're accusing him of casting out demons by the power of Satan. But Jesus is using logic and reason to go, but no, 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 if you're divided against yourself, you're going to be conquered. And so he's actually doing it by the power of God, and they are not even aware of it. Somehow their own, their own issues, their own pride was blinding them. But then he goes on, and, and that's what that is about. And then he goes on to say how, you know, there's a sin that cannot be forgiven. It's a sin against the Holy Spirit. It's, it's when we get so hard-hearted, we never want to repent, and we speak evil about the Spirit of God. Um, and when Jesus is talking about this miraculous sign of, like, Jonah going into the, you know, going to the belly of the fish for three days, he's really saying the only sign that this generation is going to get of his authority is, in fact, his death and resurrection, his three days of the tomb. Now, he was speaking in parables because they, they, they weren't really understanding, and it's like Jesus spent a lot of time using stories and things, and, and some people got it and some people didn't. Those with faith could grab a hold of it, and those with pride and unbelief could not grab a hold of it. But the part that I really want to 
you know, hone in on that challenges me out of the scripture. I mean, there is so, you know, there is so much here that could be taught and expounded and expanded upon. But the thing that I that I want to take out for me, and hopefully for you as well, is where Jesus teaches about whatever is in your heart determines what you say. A good person produces good things from the treasury of good, of a good heart. Pretty much what Jesus is saying is whatever is in your heart will come out of your mouth. In other translations, it's like the fruit. So like whatever is in your heart is going to come out in your life. If you are, if you have good stored up in you, the words you use will be good. And sometimes, you know, we all get there. We get like negativity in our heart. We get like even now it's so easy to get negative um, with all that's going on in our nation and in other nations around the world. But it's but this this complaining attitude and what ends up happening is that we start complaining, we get negative, it's coming out of our mouth, we're down, we're discouraged, we're in despair. And really what's happening is that what's actually in our hearts is coming out of our mouth and it's affecting our lives. And there are certain sicknesses of the heart that will that will actually taint all the words that you say. Like, when, you know, when you say to someone, hey, I'm so happy for you, but actually you're not happy for them. Actually, you're, you're saying it with a bit of a bite in it. It's because you're not really happy for them. You're, you're trying to cover it up with nice words, but the intent and the motive and the power of your words actually comes from what's going on in your heart. And so, like, the certain sicknesses of, of heart can be greed, offense, um, envy, uh, these are all things, anger, because they all have, they all come, they're all fruits of, of like an unhealthy heart. And so when offense really gets its bobs in you, it's like when, you, when you're unable to forgive other people and you're upset with people and you're offended by people, that's always going to come out the way that you speak, not just about them, but it actually begins to affect every area of your life. And that's even why when I think about it in Proverbs, I think it's Proverbs chapter 3, it says, guard your heart with all diligence. Like be diligent about your heart because whatever's in your heart comes out of your mouth. It's like um, out of the wellspring of your heart, the mouth speaks. And so the the writer of the Proverbs says, guard your heart. Jesus says, hey, whatever's in your heart is going to come out of your life. And so for me today, I want to cultivate a healthy heart, a heart where Jesus is Lord. And we can, and even as a Christian, like we've got to always monitor our heart health. And how do we monitor our heart health? It's not about how we feel. It's about how, what are we saying? So actually by analyzing and evaluating what we're talking most about, that's actually going to give us an indication of what's going in our heart. If it's always negativity, if it's always discouragement, despair, it's anger, it's gossip, those are all identifiers. Those are the fruits. That's the grapes on the vine. What does that taste like? Oh, it tastes sour because it's coming from sour from a sour heart. But when it's sweet grapes, sweet fruit, it's nice to hear. It's healthy. It's coming out of a healthy heart. And so if I can be very honest, I think I've been quite negative um, not of every area of my life, but just negative because this, honestly the load shedding get, gets me down. But I actually need to deal with my heart. And maybe a, a, something for us all to take away today 
is what are the words that are coming out of your mouth today? And what does that reveal to you about your heart? And, you know, we can always have excuses. Oh, no, there's a reason, there's an excuse. And, and we, can, we can either have excuses or we can change. But you can't have both. And so if you want your heart to become healthier, change the way that you're speaking and actually speak health and life back into your heart. Let, let God's word feed your heart with health. Let prayer, like if you're carrying stuff, take it to God in prayer and let's develop a healthy heart life. How do you deal with anger? Forgiveness. How do you deal with offense? You know, reconciliation and forgiveness. Like, like how do you deal with envy? Be grateful. Proclaim gratitude and thanksgiving for what you have. Celebrate the wins of others. Just some tips, but yeah. So what's your word? What's your word life like? What's coming out of your mouth? That's going to give you an idea of what's in your heart. And um, I'd love to pray uh, for us all today because I think we all need it. Father, I thank you that, that you are the great revealer of the motive of our hearts. I thank you, Father, that you love us so much that you want to rescue us from corruption, rescue us from despair and bitterness and discouragement, rescue us from sin. You don't want our lives to be full of an unhealthy heart. So, Father, right now I pray that you would reveal to us all what is actually going on in our heart by the words that we're using. And I ask you, Lord, that we would surrender the attitudes of our heart to you. I ask that you would touch our heart, bring health into our heart, bring forgiveness, bring joy, bring thanksgiving, bring celebration, bring the attitudes of Christ into our hearts through the Holy Spirit. And I pray, Father, that the fruit of our lips would be joy, health, and healing, and a good heart. One that brings you praise and glory, and one that lifts our souls. I commit this to us, in Jesus, to you, in Jesus' powerful name. Amen. Thanks, guys. I appreciate you being online. Um, if you're listening to this audio podcast later on, uh, thank you so much. If you've got any questions or want to find out anything about the podcast or um, have some ideas, you can tweet me at, at Swen Stephens and uh, I'll get back to you. Love to answer any questions or just help us all to, to take one step closer to God. God bless you. Have an absolutely awesome evening, and I'll see you again in the next one. Thank you for taking time to listen to this daily devotional. I honestly hope that it has been helpful to you. And listen, if it has been, would you consider subscribing uh, to the podcast and maybe sharing this episode if you think there is someone else in your life that it could benefit. Um, but yeah, I wish you all the best today. Have an awesome one.